1: This episode of Nobody's Listening Podcast is brought to you by Draw You a Picture, where you can get me to draw you something for pretty darn cheap. I do podcast logos. I could draw your wife. Check it out at DrawYouAPicture.com. Uh, it's also brought to you by GoToMyPC.com and GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. I'd also like to in, uh, introduce you to our latest sponsor. Spody, <laughs> spotty.com for the love of God.
2: I got a bad feeling about this.
1: No.
0: Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how
1: you doing out there, podcast people? Sorry for that rough restart, but this sucker is live to hard drive. This is Nobody's Listening podcast, episode 125, brought to you the week of October 6th. I'm your host, James. Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. If this is your first show, awesome. This is the best episode ever, and it's not even recorded yet. You came in at a fine time. And if you're a returning listener, sorry for the bat lie at the front of the show. Anyway, I'm James, uh, but the best one to introduce you to is actually my co-host. His name is Trevor from America's Hat. Trevor from Canada. How you doing, Trev? Welcome back. I'm doing good, James. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing absolutely fine. I'm doing finer than Angelia Jolie. Did I say her name right?
2: I don't know, but she's, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Angelina Jolie.
1: Speaking of Angelina Jolie, um, I was in Florida last week, and I was talking to a guy who runs a private school in Florida. And uh, apparently their claim to fame is Megan Fox went to their school for one year. Ooh. I know. I know. I, I just wondered. I, the, the stinky, nasty thing that came into my head was, was she hot when she was nine? And then I immediately just wanted to run over my own face with a steamroller. <laughs> so I'm like, "How sick of a thought is that?" You know? Because honestly, uh, honestly, the other thing is, I really don't think she's that hot. Okay, I'm sorry. She looks like a plastic woman. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she does. She looks like one of those wax figures. Every picture I see of her, her her skin is like like it's got three pounds of mascara on it or something or foundation. I don't even know. That
2: is very true.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: We've broken her big secret here on nobody's list.
1: Yeah, she was once nine. (laughs) And she's phony. (coughs) That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, anyway, welcome to the show, folks, and welcome, Trevor. Uh, Tonight, um, unfortunately, from deep within Canada's pants, John Steinklobber is not going to be able to make it with us. Make it with us. (laughs) Uh, Make it here tonight. (laughs) Because he is, uh, his wife's having a baby. Not right now, but... Tomorrow morning, if that baby hasn't, uh, you know, decided to come out itself in his work, we're going in after him tomorrow morning. So he decided the best thing for him to be doing was sleeping. And, and Trevor and I, as his fathers, we both wholeheartedly agree, don't we, yes. Trev?
2: We would be very, very disappointed if you were to show up. It's like, you know, it's okay. You know, she, she's fine. It's they're, they're like seven minutes apart. I can do the show. We're good. <laughs> just breathe, honey, breathe. Okay, anyway, my weekly
1: update. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't going to work. So we decided to kick kick him to the curb. So we're glad you didn't show John, because if you did, we were going to fire you. You can't, you know, that's just ridiculous. I'm not going to have your wife hating our show forever. Uh... <laughs> You okay there, buddy? You just got kind of a stall? or I'm in a weird <laughs> mood today, and I'm fine. We- you shut your mouth!
0: Okay, we can do that. <gasps> update.
1: Hey, before we do weekly updates, we always start with an opening story. <laughs> I was going to say, don't we always start with an opening story? Yeah, sometimes. Just, I've been
2: only been on here for a few shows. So my I'm brain far-
1: just totally, like, did a fart. I mean, it farted <laughs> inside my head, so there was an air pocket. It leaked out my ear. That's what the sound was. So, okay. Hi, James, Trevor, and John. I've got a quick story about something that happened to me at work today. I work at Starbucks, and I just f- finished making two drinks, and I set them down on the counter next to me. I turned to grab another cup of steamed milk. I turned back. I felt something solid brush my elbow. I quickly looked at my left to figure out what had hit me when I saw one of the drinks I had just made was wobbling. Right then is when I had what I will call a Trevor moment. Instead of instead of making an attempt to catch the latte, or better yet, stomping or stopping its momentum to keep it from actually falling, I just stood there looking at it while it starts to fall off the counter and I said, and there it goes. So Trevor, why don't you say it for him in your way, the way you can? I would have looked at it
2: and said Fail or I would have looked at it and said, Why is that cup falling off the counter?
1: And there it goes. Dude, I'm I get that way. Like if I reach for a cup that's falling and on my third swipe have you ever done that though you reach for one thing and knock over three other things and then (laughs) one your left hand and your left brain try to control one side your other one try to yeah about the third item that i drop i just go and start pushing things off the table (laughs) on purpose i'm like go ahead everybody just go just go you all want to fall fine i'll beat you at your game so it's kind of my thing but anyway, hey, uh, speaking of games, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Go to My PC. If you have a long commute to the office, you could be working from home just one day a week, and you would reduce your commute time and expenses by 20%. Somebody did that math, by God. All you need is reliable access to your work computer and it'll work out fine. So use the easy and highly secure Go to My PC to work on your office computer from home. Try Go to My PC free for 30 days. Visit go to slash podcast. That's go to slash podcast for a free 30 day trial. Try it out today. Help out yourself, help your work life balance, and help out everybody's listening. Uh, also, sponsored today by Careo. Our eternal sponsor, Dean Piercy, our second eternal sponsor, Keith Techlitz, Mary Hill, Laurel Cruiser, who had a message she wanted to say, one funny fellow, he felt smart. Two funny fellows, they felt smart. Three funny fellows, they all felt smart. I don't know what that means, but Laurel does. Also brought today hopefully, by, by <laughs> Melody Da Silva, and she has a special message for her husband. Happy fourth birthday of our wedding to the coolest Brazilian I've ever been married to, Daniel Gustavo da Silva. Thank you for loving me, for being overly patient with me, and for being my best friend for the past four years. Thanks for introducing me to the sport of cycling and for slowing your pace to not make me feel too terrible about my speed. Thank you for opening my eyes to the humor that is nobody's listening and for not getting arrested three times in a row while biking home for work. Thank you for being the keeper of our finances and for making a plan to get out of debt and to learn to be wise with the resources God has given us. And thank you for taking up so much slack around the house with cooking and cleaning while I work long hours a week uh, to work toward that goal of debt freedom. Thanks also for leading a godly home and for being with me every step of the way as we move toward being a family of our own. Just thanks for being you. I love you. And that's from her, not me. Just let me know. I'm sure you're a nice guy and all, but, you know, you're Brazilian. Um, I love you, and though there are moments, days, or even weeks, when I wonder uh, what on earth God did bringing such different people together for a lifetime, I wouldn't trade you for all the Americans in the world. Happy anniversary, babe. I loved and still love you. P.S. You owe James five bucks. So... Me and Melody worked out a DLC where she could sponsor the show after, because Homeboy checks all the credit receipts. So, And sorry for throwing you guys $5 back into debt. <laughs> I just want to say that from nobody's listening. All right? Now it's time for this
2: weekly... You shut your mouth! Okay, we
1: can do that. Darn <gasps> you, Melody, and all your love for your Brazilian dude making my show run late hate you. Well,
2: no, no, but think about it. See, now she just took up John's time for his weekly update. See, so it all balances out.
1: That's true. Thank you. Thank you, Canadian man who is so kind. Um, uh, My weekly update is is really, really, really great because I couldn't think of anything. But
2: <laughs> So you made something up?
1: Not really. I'm just really mad at chickens right now. And who isn't? <laughs> I really am. They they be copping my swagger. <laughs> so I hey, on they necks now, okay? You're so t- I'm so 3008, you're so 2000 and late. So that's the only thing I can think of right now. Is I got that dumb song stuck in my head. And so I want to share it with you guys as my weekly update. Please do. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That boom, boom boom That boom boom boom. That boom boom boom. Okay, there you go. They tried them chickens copping my swagger. I don't even know what the real thing is, but I' next now. <laughs> so, so yeah, me and Jen were walking out to get the uh, to d- take the trash out cause it's trash night. And she comes down and she's like, it's trash night. And I jump out of my office chair because I've been prepping for the show. And I'm like, it doesn't come soon enough. Let's go celebrate. And so I hugged her. <laughs> Carrie, yeah, Carrie, she's <laughs> laughing because she's like, did you just say it doesn't come soon enough? And yeah, we celebrated by dragging bags of trash out to the to the road. And, and I said, I said, Jen. Look down that road. Look at that. Oh, I hate that. And she's like, what? What? And she's kind of looking. I said, those chickens. That <laughs> 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 cough my flag. I hate that. <laughs> I'm going to get that boom, boom, boom. So anyway, enough of my stupidity. <laughs> that's, the, that's the crap my wife has to live with. You know, I'll be cracking jokes at church and stuff, and people look at her, and they just, you could tell they feel pity. They're like, how do you live with him? And she just kind of rolls her eyes, because the thing is she has to pretend like she hates it and it, that it's oh. annoying and it's the thing that made her love me so <laughs> oh. she likes it yeah that's right boy I'll tell you what man i got that girl right where i want her man i make her laugh she makes me dinner <laughs> so yeah go ahead dude what you got
2: <laughs> it's too bad you you love that brazilian guy oh.
1: just <laughs> tell you there's just something something wrong about all that but anyway <laughs>
2: Uh, well, weekly update-wise, the uh, the most exciting thing, I suppose, from a perspective, uh, is the fact that both my wife and my oldest daughter got sick and I had to stay home and take care of them. But that's not funny, so that's not what I'm going to yeah, talk I'm about. I'm glad you
1: put that disclaimer in. God forbid either of them listen to it and start punching you fiercely for, Was
2: it funny? Is it funny uh. now, Trevor?
1: <laughs> wish I'd married a Brazilian.
2: So I Wish I'd married a Brazilian. Yeah, yeah there's now, just I had too- to go with the Canadian. I, know, uh. I figured out
1: what it is about Brazilian. It's the Brazier. That's that's the problem I have, is the word brazier. And so every time somebody says I'm Brazilian, I think they're going to claim that they are a woman's undergarment. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're they're confessing something. So anyway, I'm sorry, Mr. Dover, for basically just totally trashing your entire heritage. But maybe there's some connection there that I don't know about. But all right, go wow. ahead. He, he may wear a brazier. I don't know.
2: It, you know, it sometimes it's just it's just best just to stop, move on, forget you were talking. It's it's for the best. Man.
1: I'll just do what John does. I'll, okay, here's my impression of John Steinclaver since he's not here. So da da, da, da. Brazier, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what John does. Any anytime he has anything come to his mouth that he knows his wife would slap him if she heard him say, he goes, "What." <laughs> Uh. Like, like you just had temporary insanity and woke up, you know. Like I didn't really that what. So, so later when you're listening to the show, man. (laughs) All right. Well, so what was funny about your week, dude?
2: Um, not that. Uh, do you have chickens coming your swagger? I don't have swagger. Mm. Um, they tried to cop it, and they're all like, "Nah, move along. There's no swagger here." Uh, my week, my finally, the funny weekly update had to do with uh, my haircut.
1: <laughs> Which oh, I know that's not the funny part, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh okay. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: So uh I cut my own hair because I a very <laughs> very simplistic hair really? style.
1: That is funny because I had somebody say one time a man who cuts his own hair has a fool for a barber. Fool for a
2: barber. Yeah, Yeah. I know. yeah. Uh because all, all I do is I just take the old clippers with the you know, half inch. You got a spot
1: haircut, don't you? <laughs>
2: It, yeah, kinda. It works I have a funny shaped head, it's all that works. If it gets longer than a half inch, it just kinda has a mind of its own. So anyway, now I'm gonna I'll get through the the beginning part of this as quickly as I can because mm. it's not the funny part. When I cut my hair, I basically just go into the bathroom and just take the clippers, and I stand on a towel, so I collect the hair, and just zip, 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 and cut my hair. Now, what I will do is then I'll take the large clumps of hair, and I'll throw them in the garbage, and then the towel has some hair bits left on it. Yeah. So I do this in the bathroom just before uh, just before I grab a shower, because I hate the old hair bits stuck on you a bit.
1: So. Yeah. So I, I hate b- hair bits, too.
2: Nothing worse than hair bits. Yeah. So anyway, so what I'll do now, okay, here, here's the, uh, you're probably just gonna stir me again, but the last thing I do before I, you know, after I cut my hair is uh, I will, I will strip down uh, on the towel and then jump in the shower. Okay. So,
1: so, so I have my shower. Not as bad as what I thought you were going to say, so I thought you weren't done shaving. So, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so I, Mm.
2: so I jump in the shower, I jump out of the shower, and then what I'll do is I will, uh, I will collect the towel, which now has just a little bit of hair left on it, you know, and, and, you know, I've stripped down on the towel with all the hair bits, right? Okay. Well, I'll, 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 then I'll I'll take the the towel, (laughs) I take the towel outside, and I just kind of give it a, a, you know, a... Just a uh, whipping, you know, out to just, you know, get all the, all the hair off it. I couldn't think of a better word for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will take... I will hold the towel, and I'll go flippity, 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 and all the hair will fall off. Okay. okay my, outside. <laughs> all the hair bits. All the hair bits are gone. Okay. Now, I do this at... You know, I, and it's, I'm doing this at night. So, anyway. So, I Whatever carry on. Whatever gets you
1: hair, through the night, Trev. <laughs> my,
2: my hair's cut. Everything's fine. Now, the problem... <laughs> so, the next morning... My wife turned, uh, comes to me, and she went outside to do something, and, and, and she comes back to me, and she says, uh, uh, Trevor, is there a, a particular reason why your underwear was in the driveway? <laughs> so apparently, in my haste of wrapping up the towel, I had missed a bit of clothing that I had left in the middle of the towel. Oh, Lord. So when I, when I went out and flipped the towel out in the dark... Mm-hmm. Apparently, I had flipped my underwear into my driveway. Trev- Trevor,
1: <laughs> Trevor, in my mental image, you still don't have clothes on, buddy. <laughs> did, did, did you go out there and forget a little bit more than just your skivvies and in your, in your towel? Uh-huh.
2: No, this is after the hour, and I've dressed into clean. Okay, because you never <laughs> added
1: that part. Well, I figured that was assumed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know about you Canadian people.
2: It's cold you here. cut
1: your hair... <laughs> <laughs> you call it hair bits. That sounds like something you know that you'd go and buy a pack of. I'm gonna go get some hair bits. Hair bits. Anyway, oh so lord.
2: got two bitch. Anyway, remember
1: back when nobody's listening was a clean show. I do. I. Oh come on, dude. I'm. I'm just saying. Maybe for people that don't have imaginations, that's fine. It works for them. They're just like, yeah, that's great. Aha. But dude, I'm so visual. I just. I need to meet you. Just so I can rewrite my memory now. So, I'll uh, bring her bits. Bring some hair bits. <laughs> oh, thank you for that weekly update, Trevor and and John, wherever you are. Uh, we we imagine that you know you're doing well. True. And we and we seriously though, we wish John well. Our prayers are with him and his family. Uh, having a child is one of the most miraculous things in, in the world. It'll make you believe in God even if you don't. Uh, so, John, our thoughts and prayers are with you, and we wish you the best. And just name him James when he comes out.
2: All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. We can pretend. We can pretend that John's here. So I, I was I was in a driveway, and then a bunch of hair bits came at me, and then I turned into a
1: bat. I <laughs> yeah, went to visit Trevor. <laughs> and there was something in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord.
2: Uh, we love you, John. We love Hi,
1: you, buddy. Me? <laughs> Who, me? All right, we're going to skip right on to middle school drama because we got a mess of it, okay? And this isn't a this is our typical middle school drama. This is stories from middle school by somebody who's no longer in middle school. And those are sometimes my favorites. So let me read through them here. There's three of them, and they're all great. My middle band teacher, uh, Mr. Sluice, pronounced like... Sluce. hey i got it right he was a very lenient person very lenient um, that means he
2: leans in one direction right
1: uh, yeah it sounds a, a mixture between ligaments and ointment to me for some reason like he's just a ligamented ointment ointmenty person uh with an emphasis on ointmenty um every day in class mr slowest Sluice. Sorry, Mr. Sluice.
2: You've already forgotten how to pronounce <laughs> it. Yeah, it's,
1: it's like Dr. Seuss's weird cousin. Dr. Sluice allowed us to practice instruments by ourselves in the instrument locker rooms while he gave individual lessons to students in his office. I'm sorry I added quotes to in your imagination.
2: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm
1: sorry I added quotes to that. I made it sound so wrong. Our, our, our band teacher used to do the same thing. We had practice rooms, and then he'd bring us in for for, uh, you know, just to work with us one-on-one. So I know exactly what he's talking about. I'm sorry. I told you I'm in a weird mood today. Okay, so individual lessons to students in his office. This resulted in 20 middle schoolers being unsupervised at a time. Soon we realized we didn't actually have to practice our instruments the whole period, and we started to use the period to eat our lunches and mess around like only middle schoolers can. I I had the same situation, except it was junior high. One day, my my friend Michael was eating an apple while my friend Jeff was practicing his trombone facing away when Michael finished the apple, he was left with the core, and an evil grin formed on his face. Holding the apple in one hand the other arm outstretched, he sneaked up behind Jeff, who did not notice. Suddenly, Michael grabbed the neck of his shirt and plunged the apple core down his back. Jeff turned around and started shouting at Michael about what he wanted to do revenge, and Mike was laughing uproariously, which I'm not sure is a word, and turned toward the doorway to escape when Jeff threw the apple from his shirt back at his original. Attacker as fast as he could and as hard as he could at the same exact time, Mister Slowis opened the door. Mister Slous, I'm sorry, Slowus. Well, it's with an S. Mister Slous opened the door, asking for Jeff. The apple flew through the air, scraped Mister Slowus Slous's Sluice. face. Uh, I'm going to just pause and let you say the word uh, and hit the opposite wall of the room. I think that's awesome. It's a very underplayed story because I could just you have to imagine Mister Slowus sluice really? mr sluice is uh opening the door in an apple scrape i mean you know it's great it just get so much all right uh, other super uh, on another an under supervised day other unsupervised day michael and my friend pat were messing around in the instrument locker room as usual patrick climbed into a horizontal rectangular locker and got oh. in the fetal position while Michael, that, that little stinker, he closed the door on him, and then he slid the slider to trap him inside. And Patrick wanted to get out, but Michael refused, giggling. From inside the locker, Patrick kicked at the door, trying to force it open. All he managed to do was bend that slider, which it, which became stuck and made the locker impossible to <laughs> open. <laughs> I'm making it worse. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I imagine that's exactly what, uh, what uh, probably... Uh John John Steinclapper's baby did. You know, he was trying to get out. He kicked. He bent the slider, whatever that is, in a in a lady's uh, anatomy, and now he can't get out. So Ugh, just grows myself
2: now out. Now it's my turn to have imaginations are <laughs> <out of> that.
1: <laughs> now Michael and Patrick knew they were gonna get in trouble. Michael frantically tried to bend the slider back into shape so he could get Patrick out, but he wasn't able to before Mr. Slose did I say it Sluice. right? Sluice entered the room looking for Patrick. Mr. Sluice, Sluice had to get a hammer to hit the slider back into shape, and Patrick ended up being trapped in the locker for the rest of the period and a while uh, into lunchtime. For another week, no Michael and Patrick had to stay during lunch.
2: I hope he called into a locker that had food in it or something he <laughs> could sustain himself while he well, waited.
1: yeah, th- at least there's air holes, you know, because pe-
2: yeah.
1: pe- I hear that's really nice. Air is great. Every day, my friend Corey would bring his video camera to school. He would film us messing around during band class, and one time he and Michael, the stinker, film themselves jousting with drumsticks as swords and cymbals as shields. That's hilarious. Uh, Calling themselves Sir Corey and Sir Michael. Another time, they filmed themselves uh, going around slapping people without warning. (laughs) Once, Michael even brought butterfly knives to school, and they filmed him spinning them around in his hands and throwing them into the wall in the bathroom. Anyway, all of this would have been well and good had Corey not uploaded all the videos he was recording to YouTube. Stupid. (laughs) One of the science teachers at the school saw the videos and showed them to to Mr. (laughs) Slowis.
2: Mr. Sluice and showed, and showed him to Doctor Zeus. Doctor Se- Zeus.
1: Yes, he's now Greek God and the school administration. So Mr. Sluice gave our class a very serious talk about how disappointed in us he was and about our poor camera technique and uh, when and how to behave ourselves uh, without provision. After the camera incident, Corey and Michael were su- suspended from school for a week, but Mr. Sluice. Uh Did not become any stricter with us, he did retire at the end of the year though, after a career of forty years Andrew, so
2: well, I think it should be doctor's Doctor Seuss Dr. You, know, being, you, know, you know we I, had I, I took I took a bunch of walls and or knives and threw them at the wall. Yes, yes, I threw them all <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you throw them at the wall? Yes, I did, and they did not fall. <laughs> I yeah. threw them once and down the hall, and <laughs> Mr. Seuss got hit with a ball. Oh, wait, no, hey, Apple. It didn't rhyme, though. Uh, but that's what you do. You 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 just make up words. Mr. Slowis <laughs> didn't allow us <laughs> to practice our slowis, I don't know. It's dumb. That's so dumb. But somebody made a living doing it. But no, we used to do the same thing. We'd be in, in this practice room, and, and I thought we were supposed to be practicing, and then there'd be a knock at my door, and found out everybody was hanging around outside talking. And before you knew it girls were giggling and and just bad stuff was going down i got a lot of education in that room and i i wouldn't say it was music education uh, it was just bad stuff i was a good boy but the other boys weren't so uh,
2: it's just, always the other boys yeah
1: it's terrible stuff uh, uh after all that serious middle school stuff let's get into some real middle school hey trevor john and james i have a story for you so my friend brian and i were in fifth period art the day, and our teacher was talking about drawing portraits, and we were only half listening when something caught our ears. Ouch! I added the ouch. (laughs) She said, if you pressed on your tear ducts, it would make you stop crying. So we decided to test it. So Brian says, Ian, slap me really hard, half jokingly. (laughs) So I did, and everyone was staring at us when I slapped him, too. The art teacher said, Brian, are you okay? And all he could say was, it worked! And he gave the thumbs up. So there's no moral to the story, and I'm not going to make one. I'm leaving it to you guys. Hope you enjoyed reading it as much as I did slapping Brian. <laughs> Sincerely, Ian. So There is no moral to that story that hasn't been made a million times before. The logic of middle schoolers is severely flawed. And you have to be careful not to educate middle schoolers above their intelligence because that's exactly what happens right there hey <laughs> did you know if you chop off your head you'll die hey let's try it chop off let's my head it. really hard really hard <laughs> <laughs> hey it works <laughs> thumbs up oh lord so hey we're gonna quick a take quick a take break <laughs> quick <take> a a breaker <laughs>
0: Walk-a-walk.
1: We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to do a featured story, and we're going to figure out who's going to do that. But first, let me tell you a little bit about spotty.com, that's dot com. Yeah, it's a made-up word for uh, <laughs> pets and babies who get put into fantastical sports costumes because their parents are total sports fanatics. You can shop for NFL, NHL, NHL. MLB, NBA, and college team gives for you, your baby, and your pet. and They have a great selection of novelties, apparel, and more for your favorite team. And even better prices. Uh, see funny photos of their customers, pets, and babies as well. They've got a great site full of such things. And then you can commit you're on. Again, that's spotty.com. Team fanaticism at its finest. Visit today, www.spotty, dot com. That's spotty. It's S with a paw, T-Y, dot com. Thank you for your support. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, this is John Wilkerson, host of the Jesus Geek Podcast, and you can find that over at jesusgeek.info. And I'm sure you're enjoying this wonderful podcast that you're listening to right now. Well, if you're enjoying this podcast, I bet you'll enjoy mine, Jesus Geek. It's technology, news, and how-tos for the connected Christian. I'm not one of those insiders. I don't have all the hookups. I'm, I'm not like, like these celebrity podcasters out there who are talking about technology. I just take a look at technology and see how you can apply it to your church, to your ministry or your homeschool. Come check it out, jesusgeek.info. Thanks for sticking me
1: in your ears.
2: This is Dr. Louie, and you're listening to Nobody's Listening. Did you know that 9 out of 10 doctors listen to Nobody's Listening? Yeah, that 10th doctor's a real LBB. Featured Story.
1: All right, it's time for our Featured Story, and uh, this week it's my turn. took us a while to figure that out, because John was supposed to do it, wasn't he, Trev? He was. He has, yeah, he has let John. us down for the last time. He's evil. So anyway, uh, it's time for that that uh, week that 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 feature story. And today I had to reach deep, 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 deep into our my long forgotten past because I you know I got my childhood and then I've got my adulthood and then I've got this area in between that I don't like to dig deep into because right after high school I was kind of a bum and I didn't have much direction. And uh but somewhere in there I met this young girl who was uh three years younger than me. She was bright, she was beautiful, and she was very smart. Her name was Jennifer, and I'm married to her now, but back then we were just dating and we'd been dating for some time and, and I've I've mentioned it before when I brag about Jennifer that she uh was valedictorian. Okay, she graduated with honors uh, from Mercer in just three years, and the reason she was able to do that is because she had one year of college already down when she graduated high school. Now that's a little more popular than it is now. Matter of fact, I hear, uh, or it's a little more popular now than it was then. I hear now that you can actually graduate uh, or get two years out of the way in your, in your last two years of high school, if you want, in some schools, collegiate schools. But back then, it meant that what she did is she took night classes. And um, since she was part of the uh, academic elite at school, a lot of her friends were kids that I never would have talked to when I was in school, uh, not because I was cooler than them, but because I was so dumb, I'm just too dumb. And um, and, and, and unfortunately, fortunately for me, I would say that smart boys – okay you know aren't very good looking you know (laughs) and and very smart when it comes to girls and so she had the this uh got little dude little short guy that uh drove her to college and they had been friends for a long time and blah 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 and you know as as uh, scared or or insecure as i was i was not worried about this guy at all he was small he was tiny he's not great I guess he was. Eh, I don't know. Anyway, and uh, I just wasn't worried about him at all, uh, even though he had a cool car. Well, apparently, I can take him. I can take him. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, uh, at one point um, during one of their trips to college, he apparently had a had a crush on my future wife. And uh, as they were going through a drive through, he said something about being hungry. And, uh, you know, so they, so they got food and all this kind of stuff. And when they, when they, when he got his food and the, he said, I don't remember exactly what he said. So I'm going to create something that would be just as derogatory because I do remember that what he said was very, very, uh, you know, it just, it didn't come across. Basically he hit on my wife yeah, my future wife in a way that was, uh, demeaning. Okay. So imagine oh, yeah. that they're going through, they get food and as he eating his food he looks at her and would say something like now you ready to get some dessert okay so I don't know exactly what he said but I think you get the gist of it he did not ask my wife on a date he did not ask her uh, to start going out he went straight to fourth base or whatever the base is he was trying for a grand time if you know what I mean (laughs) and of course she was sickened by it and uh it said something to the effect of "You need to take me to class, And blah blah blah, she called and got another run home. And I, I basically, uh, you know, was furious, absolutely furious. Matter of fact, the next day, he came um, to the house, I guess, to pick her up again and and I <laughs> and she called me. And so I came over, because I lived just a couple blocks away in my car, and he was leaving. I apparently you know, told him, get the heck out of here. Uh, so he's leaving. I did this wonderful spin-out move, you know, 180 <laughs> with the e-brake in my Honda Chevette. Not Honda, whatever <laughs> I bet you it was. that Sounded
2: manly. Oh, it did, man. <laughs> On that gravel
1: road, I think I, I think I pooped myself a little because I was scared. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was so mad, man. I was mad like I was when I threw that can at that car, and when I chased that kid off the bus with my my lock. I just, I was just mad. I was just so mad, and I chased him. But unfortunately, he had a very cool car, and he outran me. <laughs> he was gone before I even got to the end of the road, and um, but he, but he was scared. Him and his cool car. He he ran fast, you know. So I was very proud of that fact. So, anywho, um,
2: the I, I, I picture you. You say you did the spin move somehow. Yeah. I, I, you weren't you weren't in the car at this point in time. I just pictured you going up on one leg and just spinning.
1: <laughs> well, it Take probably this. yeah. I, I don't know. This was the same car that lit grass on fire later on. It was not a very cool car. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, I had modified the inside of the car quite a bit to try to make it cool. And I even had plans of turning it into a small low-rider truck. I'd love to share those plans with you at a later time. But for the <laughs> moment, I shall continue my wonderful story. story. So I, I, I come back, you know, and and, and I decided that I had this plan because even though my wife, future wife had him off and had rejected him and blah, blah, blah. made him feel like a fool. I was mad. There needed to be retribution. Okay. I've, I've shown in in past podcasts, I'm not much of a fighter and every time I've tried to fight, I've either lost or been lucky enough to get (laughs) away. So, but I was going to do it this time. He was short and little and young. And uh, even though I was risking getting thrown in jail, uh, it was worth it. I was going to get this guy scared. He ran away from me after all with a school car. Hopefully I had a chance to be a man. So um, I, I decided, I told my wife, here's a plan. Here's a plan because she was going to drive herself to, to college. I says, here's what we'll do. Um, I want you to befriend him that night. I want you to walk out of class together and I want to make sure that he thinks he's going to give you a ride home. And that way, I'll see where his car is. Sneaky. And I'm gonna walk up to both of you, and I'm gonna tell you, you can leave now. You know, just like out of a movie, you can go now. And then you'll le- <laughs> you'll you'll walk away. And um, <laughs> I. <laughs> I was uh, and then I will I will I don't even know that I planned past that but it was going to be me and him cuz I didn't I didn't know that I knew who this guy was I was going to make sure so that went down like clockwork <laughs> it was dark outside <laughs> so somehow
2: I have now put you Mr. Visual uh I have now placed you in, in the boots of Marty McFly walking up on Biff <laughs> in the
1: car. You no you no, no it your- wasn't Marty it was his dad and was, you get dad. your d hands off, off her. No Biff <laughs> you get your hands off her now Oh gosh you break his arm Biff stop <laughs>
2: So <laughs> there's James <laughs>
1: <laughs> is,
2: is that how it turns out. Have James? You
1: thought of running for student class president. So, um, yeah, a side note on that. I love how he knocks out Biff, but then he lets the redheaded geek dork take his woman and, and almost kill his son trying to play earth angel on stage. But anyway, all right. Um, okay. Back to my story. So it's that night. The crickets are chirping there's college going on somewhere it's dark there's a parking lot it's Georgia there's a lot of fresh moss hanging from oak trees so there we are and I'm waiting I go inside because I'm like I need to make sure this is the days before GPS I had to make sure I was at the right school okay? <laughs> so I went inside and I'm very uh, I, I noticed small details so I looked through the window and of course there was this you know my my wife and and this guy and I and I recognized uh, from chasing the back of his head in a cool car. But as I was walking out, I knew the guy's last name, and, I, and, and I'm just kind of bored. And there's this tree, a, a wooden plaque in the shape of a tree with all these little name plaques on it. Obviously people that had donated to the school. And I looked, and uh, my name was drawn to a certain placard that had his parents' name on it. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that his parents had been donated. Had donated. They had been donated as cadavers that's, to this school.
2: Take, take my parents. There have no further use. Yes, to Yes, I
1: just want a plaque. That's all. No. Uh, they they had donated enough. You know, and that that proved several things to me. This dude had money. He thought he was all that. He was very short. And uh, you know, his parents. <laughs> were were givers okay they they probably had some sort of social standing in the community and i was going to by god use that so as uh, long story short jen does exactly what i need her to do she's walking out with him uncomfortable she's she's got her eyes locked on mine as i i emerge from the darkness okay (laughs) he (laughs) it's like and I, i i really if it had been a different time i probably would have said i am Batman. Cause it had that effect. Cause his eyes kind of got big. He looks at her. He looks at me. She won't look at him. I I say, you can go now. (laughs) Part of me. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm lightheaded. Wow. Okay. So she goes and she leaves. And, uh, and I said, so, so you're blah, blah, blah. Whatever your dumb name is like, you, the other day, took my girlfriend, and you said this and that and the other, and, and you were, were horrible to her. You treated her. You thought you could pick her up as easy as you do some nudie magazine. And I can't stand that. And if you ever talk to her again, then he stepped to me. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, just like a brat. Just like a spoiled brat. And it hit me. All of a sudden, the, the light of heaven shone down. God himself reached into my brain and gave me the exact words. The pacifist that I was to become was born on that moment. Because I looked at him and I put my finger in his face and I said, I will tell your parents. <laughs> and, oh, my God. He, you would have thought. You would have thought. <laughs> I think he peed himself. I really do. He shrunk down and all of a sudden he was four years old standing in front of me. And I, I saw your parents' name on a placard inside of this very school. They are, if I told it or something, something, I said, I know they go to church. I know that they're givers. They're charitable people. And wouldn't they just love it? Wouldn't they just love to know that their wonderful, special little church boy said such and such and such and such to this, the the future valedictorian of Camden County High School. Nice. And he backed off and shirked away, and I just turned around and left. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. This boy never, ever even looked at her. I even, you know, I followed up with Jen. I'm like, how's he doing? He won't even look at me. We have all the same classes. <laughs> he, he moved his seat far away. You know, he couldn't tell anybody. I never threatened him, really. I mean, I did. But, yeah, but. I will tell your parents.
2: I will tell your mommy,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am your father. So, (laughs) so yeah, there it is right there. Yet another fight diverted. You know, James didn't go to jail. That thing could have turned out so differently. But by God, you don't you don't hit on my wife in a way that is demeaning. You can hit on her, but you have to be respectful. As long as you're respectful, it's okay. Ma'am, would you mind if I courted you? <laughs> you know, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah. You're okay with that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you, you look her with some look on your face, like you wanna go get some pizza. You want a pri- you want a private lesson with Mister Schlurker or whatever his dumb name was? Slouse. Slouse. I can give you some private private lessons with Mister Slouse. So anyway,
2: uh, so I'll there drive you go. Driving to school in my car. I swear that isn't very far. Stop <laughs> it.
1: Well, I know that that wouldn't have worked with just anybody, but it just the planets aligned. You know, the Holy Spirit was there, just floating through that darkened. Uh, uh you know parking lot and uh yeah i turned i turned that young man's life around right there
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that man turned out to be brian Regan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now the news <laughs> the rest of the story <laughs> and now you know the rest of the story oh gosh so thanks everybody for putting up with my story um I don't know what in no world we're gonna call it, but oh uh, <laughs> Lord! Hey, uh, let's do one or two of these real quick.
0: E and V mail. Thank you for calling.
1: All right, we got an email and a voicemail. We're gonna do one of each today. Uh, I didn't have a lot of prep time before the show. Hey, James, John, and Trevor. James, do you remember those phrases people use when they laugh? Uh, and all you can do. Is uh, stare blankly into space like like you, the one you had the story about where I wouldn't want that dog well behold the same thing happened to me today. someone used the phrase in a conversation as I was walking up well if it's only three elves then no one will get hurt and everyone started laughing except me <laughs> <laughs> I hate that junk that's dude 7, 17 <laughs> so if someone uses only three elves then nobody will get hurt <laughs> Man. Um. Yeah, I still don't know why they wouldn't want that dog, but that's okay. Hey, uh, Mr. Listening sent this in. It's great, and it's a question for you, Trevor.
0: Hey, Nobody's Listening. This is Mr. Listening, or the real McCoy's little brother, and I have a question for Trevor. Trevor, in episode 28 of Nobody's Listening, when animals attack, Amy told a horrible story about her puppy Schnauzer getting eaten, and then James york-y. talked about it. And said something about rat face. Let's take a listen.
1: So to, uh, to come Impressive. up with horrible stories when animals attack. <laughs> hey, one time I had a baby, <laughs> and I left it alone, and a rat chewed off its face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny now because now the baby grew up and. Oh man, it, they call him Rat Face. It's so great. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't care. Time does not heal all wounds.
0: Okay, Trevor, moment of truth. Did you steal Ratface from episode 28 of Nobody's Listening? Wow. Okay, wow, guys, that love the show. <laughs> keep it up. I'll keep on listening. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye.
1: Yeah. How do all the animal stories end, Caleb, on Nobody's Listening? Uh, they die. die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that clip at the end. So, Trevor, yeah, first of all, this guy has a Trekkie-like um addiction to our shows first of all to pull that out but uh i never i didn't even remember saying that but uh rat
2: face there it was wow and and the funny i don't even remember you saying it which is (laughs) it was well
1: before your time though but you were a listener back then
2: i was and i had uh yeah because the first episode i was on was what 33 36 something like that yeah as a host type thing. I, mm-hmm. I had emailed before then. But, uh, well, uh, you know, th- the truth is, I was that dog. and
1: <laughs> No, you were the baby.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, the baby. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh, no, Mr. Listening, uh, I did not steal my nickname from there. I have my nickname since high school. But that is some... Sp- Spooky detective work, there, little He's dude. He's had the
1: name since high school. When he was walking out of college one night, and a man from the shows told him he would tell his parents if <laughs> he hit on that <laughs> girl one more time. <laughs> and then he turned into a bat.
2: <laughs> then he turned into a bat.
1: <laughs> oh man! So uh, yeah. yeah, I got this one story. There was
2: there was this really smart girl that I <laughs> I really liked a lot, but I wasn't ever I...
1: very good with the ladies. And, so I said what was I thought I was being nice and, and well I really wanted some baskin Robbins, but it came out weird because I had a bellyache and it said she I could tell she took it wrong. And I was so I felt so bad. I came over the next day to apologize and she told me to leave. And then this scary redneck in a Chevette chased me down the <laughs> down the street. <laughs> I thought everything was turning around better, and she liked me in my class again, but when I started getting a ride home, the redneck appeared from the shadows, and I've never (laughs) been the same. He said he would tell my parents, but he didn't know that I donated to the local school. I thought (laughs) he knew... (laughs) (laughs) I thought he knew the secret of my parents' death, so I didn't ever (laughs) talk to her again. (laughs) As always, the rest of the story... And now for news. So, yeah. And now for news. Uh, bet you didn't know. I bet you didn't know the other side. There was two sides. You, oh, turned, man. Into
2: Bill, you turned into Bill Cosby there for a minute.
1: <laughs> it's a Jello pudding and the ting and a- oh. <laughs> Whatever, it's time to get out of here. Yes. <laughs> Have mercy. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, uh, people in the chat room. I forgot to mention, you can join us every Tuesday night at 930 Central at nlcast.com. Watch. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record. Thanks to John's baby for messing up our show. Yeah. Thanks to our contributors and everyone who listens. Thanks to our new sponsor, Spotty. .com. Remember, SPAWTY.com. Check it out. The
0: NLCast Fund doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823.
1: You know what? You can also send stuff I'm going I need to update that. You can call us at 209 nlcast or you can email us at james at at nlcast.com you can do that it'll be great the redneck appeared from the shadows and he complimented my self-cut hair I've been doing that from Canada and I threw my underwear out on the front porch I thought I could bury it in the ground and have an underwear tree. It would be so wonderful. And it would grow some hair bits. Chickens copping my swagger. <laughs> <laughs>